Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Three Boys in a Pod podcast. How exciting is this? It's pretty exciting. I mean, I'm happy to be here. Uh, You guys look happy to be here. And we have some stuff to say. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, Sean. It was a long road to get to this point, but we finally did it. And we're all pretty proud. And remember to check out our TikTok. Um, We've got some fire previews of what's to come and i run it so like i appreciate the clout Um, so thank you to all of our our listeners out there we're acting like the the work has already been done this is episode one that's true we need to craft our following here i can tell we've already hooked some people off the bat with this energy we're yeah you're hooked you know it (laughs) i you don't don't even think it like if you thought about turning it off like i'm sure you're not anymore because I'm, we sound intelligent, right, and funny. Like, how can you not already see that coming through? So oh, what are we? The, the three the three boys in a pod podcast. We, we are three friends who have good conversation ability, who are, who are going to sit down, hopefully, once a week. I mean, it's taken long enough for us to get together for the first episode, but hopefully we'll bring you some entertaining conversation every once in a while. Yeah, we've, we've been honing these skills on cross country runs, just hours spent together talking. And we thought that it was wasted only on us. We thought it would be beneficial if everyone could hear our insights on the world. So that was kind of what this was born out of. That's true. Although I would say, I don't know, I'm not trying to hype us up to be experts or anything, but we just thought this was pretty entertaining and it was a crime to not share it with the world. I feel like we should introduce each other. So um, I'm Ethan, just so you can associate that with my voice. Um, I'm Dave. Oh, should we say where we're going to college too? Like, is that something people need to know? No, I mean, you can say, okay, where, you, that's say where you are, Dave. We got to add some aura of mystery. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'm in Los Angeles right now. What does that mean? Could be any school here. I'm not going to say. That is why Dave is spearheading our, our marketing team right now with the TikTok. Uh, but I'm currently <laughs> in Wisconsin. Ethan's in Wisconsin as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wisco yeah. My, boys. My, my name's Sean, you know. Um, no, you don't know. But we'll get there. We'll get on that first name <laughs> basis. Just you wait. Uh, the comedy, is, the zingers are already rolling. I can tell this is going to be great. <laughs> I, I can tell. I think the energy is here. It's really, and it's our first episode, like, you guys can listen to us figure it out along the way. Like, I feel like that's going to be a rewarding experience if you keep tuning back in. Like, we're going to, we're only going to get better. Like, this is the baseline. Like, imagine how high the ceiling is if this is the floor. As Michael Jordan once said, the ceiling is the roof. And I, I, that's poignant, Michael. You know, I, I don't think that's been any more true than right now. I, I think that's actually today's quote of the day, isn't it? Is, is that, a, is that a segment that we're I, doing? I don't uh, think like, about that. I think it is. Our pre-planned quote of the day, which was definitely on the docket. That's the thing now. Okay. I like it. I think it's going to be. So as you can tell, we don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of direction here. So we're, we're kind of riffing. And uh, feel free to give us direction uh, through comments on our TikToks and all that. Uh, we can't wait to get some followers and, and hear back from you guys. Back to you, Sean. Don't don't roast us too hard, okay? We're trying our best, all right. <laughs> we're people, okay. <laughs> yeah, but like we're putting stuff out there. Like if if we get roasted, I mean, we're the ones who made this podcast. Like no one, we are not being held at gunpoint. It, it is what it is. Um, but we think you know we think we've got some stuff to talk about. Like, but they're right. Like if you've got something you want to hear on the pod, if you want to hear us break it down, like. Let us know. We'll, we're happy to talk about it. Before we get started here, I think we should um, thank our sponsors, our generous sponsors for supporting us today. Uh, the problem is we don't have any sponsors currently. So this is more of our, our pitch to several companies. We've got <laughs> one in mind in particular. Now, I'm not sipping on one right now, but you well, know. Two. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Two we, companies. We have two. Oh, we have two companies. Mm-hmm. Sorry. The first of which I'm not sipping on right now, but you know, I, I certainly wish I was, is Capri Sun. You know, I know. Truly. On a hot day. Truly the sweet nectar that fueled us in cross country. 
There's nothing that quenches your thirst. Oh gosh, more. you guys, we already lost the endorsement. Oh, <laughs> no, Sean, you could have lied and said you were drinking it. It's done. It's it's over. We huh, lost this it. isn't video. Anyway, is our it? second sponsor, Spikeball. <laughs> our second sponsor, Spikeball. <laughs> we didn't even finish uh, talking about the boys. We play your game I... a lot. It's it was it was over. The bit was done. <laughs> no. We, we were going to talk about Capri Sun Sport and how it refuels us after our runs. There's, it's actually oh scientifically There's nothing I like water. to drink more when I'm playing spike ball than Capri Sun Sport with less sugar and more electrolytes. And I can certainly say that powered me to the 2020 unnamed college intramural spike ball championship. Um, <laughs> it's a little, little plug, or a little humble brag there. And once again, through my I'm own so scientific fun. research, I have found that spike ball is the best exercise for you. And the best thing to refuel you after it is it's Capri Sun. Like I don't, water is simply overrated. You can't even drink it here in Los Angeles. It, if you, you can't get it out of the tap apparently, or so I've been told. Um, so you need Brita filters. You don't need Brita filters for Capri Sun. It just, it's out of the pouch. It's truly innovation. All right. Now that we've lost all of our audience from California, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> I don't think that could have gone any let's... better. Let's... I think we've let's sold it. On. I think they're going to sponsor um, us. I really do. I should say I'm not from Los Angeles. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm just I'm just posted up here for a little bit. Like it's not this isn't a permanent thing. So I don't have any stake in the game. Look, Los Angeles, if you hear this and you hate me, that's fine. Honestly, your city's kind of dirty sometimes. So, like, suck on Dude. that, I suppose. Ca- California, okay. <laughs> California shot first. One girl on TikTok, okay. I'm pretty sure this video yeah, still that's up. right. Said, can you imagine being born in Wisconsin? What has Wisconsin I- ever done to her, really? How many Culver's are in Los Angeles? That's a simple answer. It's zero. There are no Culver's here. And you expect me to be like, oh, the city of angels this, city of angels that. Not a single Culver's. Not one. I'm just saying. The only angel I know is Lil Scoopy, the Culver's mascot. (laughs) Maybe this was the sponsor we didn't even know we had. Is that what he's called? He's not called called Lil Scoopy, is he? He's little Scooby. How's the little spelled? Is it L I L like apostrophe? Yeah, like Lil Wayne. Okay, the little Scoopy. Just wait until Lil covers Scoop. drops the little Scoopy album. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's got fire beats, man. I'm sorry, he's the next up and comer on SoundCloud. Rapping about cheese curds. So the plan for this podcast, for at least, is to cover some current events, just to give our perspective, just to hear from us. Uh, you know, get some conversation rolling. So let's. Are we skipping the army hammer bit? Have we decided to skip it? We. You know, that's that is uh, that's to be determined. I feel like like I don't I don't know how we feel about that anymore. Originally, we had decided to talk about army hammer because it was breaking news at the time. Um, but now a week has passed, and Sean is telling me that it's gotten a little gruesome. So maybe we shouldn't cover it. I mean, the time of day. In in theory, uh talking about army hammer the cannibal what could be a better way to start a podcast but you know well i don't think we should dive we'll leave we'll let that one sit we'll keep that in our back pocket you know okay that's gonna simmer uh, for you know. sure i think we're gonna let i think it's better like that uh we might revisit it tune in next time you know um keep drop, you on the hook here drop a comment if you want the army hammer pod to drop we're <laughs> we're ready Oh man, but okay. we have some other pretty good stuff to talk about. I mean, we're just we respond to the times. That's it, these are unprecedented times, so like we've we've just got a response. So we've got other things. Obviously, we wouldn't make this if we didn't, right? Can we talk about the word unprecedented? Because unprecedented, like that word, had unprecedented usage. Like I swear, every like Toyota. Toyota to Honda to Subaru had that word in every commercial during quarantine, and yeah. I couldn't stand it. Okay, say like COVID nineteen pandemic or something. Like, be be original. Okay, I get it. The, well, yeah. the pandemics have happened before. It's not completely without precedent. Okay, it it happened a hundred years ago. Like, oh, yeah, they could I call. Guess. We've been calling it more interesting things. We've been calling it COVID. 
I think that's what we should refer to it on the pod. I think that's way better. Probit is, it keeps it funny, keeps it light, but also recognizes how grave of a situation we're in. I think it really is the best of both worlds. I, I prefer the uh, case of the Ronies uh, myself. A mm. um, little, little playful yeah. touch to it, but to each their own. It's it's truly amazing, though, that the brands managed to monopolize and like monetize a pandemic. Like they, like it could they could have just not, but instead they made they like tried to sell Toyota Tacomas off of it. And where does it end? That's the thing. They were car commercials. It, it was like one of those car commercials you watch, where it's like all these stunning things, and then all of a sudden a car shows up at the end, and it's like Audi, and you're like, wait, what? That's <laughs> kind of how it was. So I don't know if they really, if it was successful. I think it was just one of those standard car, like, <laughs> show a bunch of pictures, have a have an inspiring voiceover, and then at the end, four wheels. What What is the Subaru thing like? Live, laugh, love Subaru. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, oh yeah, is it really? <laughs> they have a slogan like that. It's something like that. It's <laughs> yeah, too do. it too close. What What do we got next um, on the docket? We got some fun fun stuff coming up. <laughs> I think well, that was a pretty good riff there. I think that was a good want? opening. WandaVision. Would you like to talk about WandaVision now or, or save it? What? No time like the present, I say. Honestly. I agree. Um, what are we going to talk about, WandaVision? I don't know if we have... Are we just going to talk about what we... Because I let's don't just, understand it. I'm going to well, be honest with you. Let's I don't just know give what's thoughts right now. Well, no thoughts time, of the first three episodes so far. No, No time like the present. It's an interesting way to segue into this because it seems like WandaVision is more about the past, more interested in the past, if you will, <laughs> channeling some elements of old sitcoms God. such as uh, the Dick okay, Van Dyke yeah, I'm Show. Okay, I'm shutting this down, David. <laughs> did, you, did you play opinions? This? Opinions. Did you watch it today? Yeah. Like I'm gonna build script? up. I'm gonna make this happen. All of this confluence. Don't. It's going to build up to me saying that. I can't riff like that? I feel like that's some of the comedic <laughs> charm, okay? I feel like that. My goodness. It was good. I'll, I was straight out of a cheese was... whiz can. <laughs> I liked it. Word, wordplay is not dead, E-Rob, okay? Wordplay is not dead. <laughs> this is a pun-safe zone. Would you like to give a better synopsis of the show, Okay. Let, let me hear that, Ethan. Oh, it was a good, it was a good segue, but then you were like, "Did you catch that good segue?" And it kind of ruined the good segue for me. <laughs> no, okay. I swear, when people make a good segue, they comment on the segue. Okay, I've listened to podcasts. All right, all right. <laughs> That's true. No comedians do that. I, Sean, why don't? Why, uh, let's acknowledge your segue. It was good. But like, let's hear your good. thoughts then. Like, let's see if you can back it up. Yeah. My thoughts right now is I'm going to be the one editing this podcast, and I have to sift through <laughs> all these criticisms of my content. Okay, I'm trying to make some gold here, and you're like, oh, you can't compliment your own segues. Okay, they compliment it for me. Okay, that's what I want. I want some positive energy oh, on this. <laughs> I would have, I would have complimented. Right. Ethan beat me to we'll it. We'll do though. our best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Let's hear it. Like this is this is the buildup. Yeah. Like it, we are still where, building up to your take. Like, where was happened. I, Dick Van Dyke, considered <laughs> by many Englishmen to have done the worst English accent in uh, cinema history in the movie Mary Poppins? But that's besides the point. We enter in what? Where did that come from? No, yeah, I, what the Dick Van? Oh my. see what i mean see what i mean you just lost the entire this is not gonna work (laughs) if you don't let me me roll here okay this is the content people want okay okay as i was saying like the dick van dyke show is one of the shows wandavision draws heavily on okay and dick van dyke is the star of mary poppins what's one thing interesting about that he has a horrible cockney British accent in. I thought what? Mary Poppins Sean, was the star. We're keeping Mary it PG thirteen. I thought. Oh my, that's an ad. I'm googling <laughs> this. Cockney is. <laughs> oh, this feels like a good time to introduce as Sean googles if he just said a swear or not. Um, I we have decided amongst ourselves that I am allowed a single swear per podcast. So always 
keep yourself ready for that. Um, only one. I don't know what the penalty is if I go over. It's family fun. It may shame. or the pen, the penalty is shame. It may or may not <laughs> be be censored as well, but <laughs> the I'm sure the the edgy teens uh, listening will get a get a kick out of it. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Gosh. Back to Dick Van Dyke. Okay. Okay. The yeah, accent obviously. is it is an accent. Okay. C o c k n e y. It's a certain type of Londoner accent. So don't question me about my Mary Poppins again, please. Actually, I've never seen the whole movie. I think I just saw that on like a YouTube video. I am still baffled at how this pertains. Yeah, where is this going with WandaVision? Like, I don't get there already. The Dick Van Dyke Show is a classic (laughs) black and white sitcom, okay? That (laughs) inspires a large part of the first episode of WandaVision, okay? Basically, WandaVision is... These two classic Marvel characters, uh, Wanda and Vision, as it were, are set in this sort of 50s, 60s uh, sitcom with it changing to a different sitcom each episode. Um, and there's some underlying tension and mystery, some some strange things going on, some strange uses of color. Now, would one of you like to take it away and do a better job, I guess, uh, connecting this into uh, an articulate thought? Uh, yes, David. Yeah, I'd like to um, just say that I don't. I think adding as it were to any synopsis makes it smarter. So I I wanted to compliment you on that for your for your usage of that I would at like least to three times. Disagree with that. <laughs> I liked it, but it's okay. Um, but I I don't know. Like I as I said earlier, I don't know what's going on. Like I don't read comics. I know you two do. The sword thing that keeps showing up. I don't know what that is. And then they had a commercial with high, like those weird commercial breaks. Wait, 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 like, wait, I don't wait. Know what's going I would, on let's with those. advise right now. Spoiler alert, because Dave is spoiling. Uh, well, <laughs> so I forgot. Spoiler alert, we anybody who you hasn't seen, seen, it's been maybe out for skip. like a week. That's we'll edit in some air horn noises and spoiler alerts. It'll be great. Okay, <laughs> nobody will worry. Do at we all. have the production value for that? Like, do we? Do we no. have? We have our budget is zero. I, thought, uh, I don't know if we I have I thought that. about it, and the answer is no. Okay, but, like, honestly, like, I thought the first two episodes, like, I thought I thought it was fine. Um, But then, like, the third episode, dude, that, that was off the rails. Like, it was, I like that it was in color, and it felt like watching an episode of, like, that 70s show, which I like. But, like, I, you guys have seen the comics. I mean, well, read, like, read Marvel comics and stuff. Like, I, I defer to, like, Ethan. Like, I, do you know anything about, like, the background of this? Yeah, so to just to say like about the show as a whole, I I'm kind of bored. I'm a, I'm kind of an action guy, especially with comic book characters, so I'm a little bit bored. But I I do like the subtlety and the sneakiness of of throwing stuff in. I'm always a fan of that. Um, so that's been cool. But uh, I'll have to disagree with Dave. I actually thought the third episode was the best so far, and part of it was the color. But part of it also was just that there was more dramatic stuff going on and more of the mystery began to get revealed, I would say, um, about the like w- how this lines up to what happened in the comics. Um, I would say it doesn't line up exactly. And Marvel is pretty good at doing like or the Marvel like um, producers are pretty good at taking stuff from comics and adapting it well to TV. So I trust them on this. But I know in the comics, um, Wanda loses somebody close to her. I can't remember if it's Vision or some of her kids. And she kind of goes into a psychosis. And in the psychosis, her brother Quicksilver convinces her to like create a world where everybody gets what they want and like their wishes are granted. So then, super powerful um, Scarlet Witch Wanda creates this like alternate reality where called House of M, where everybody gets what they want. And of course, this doesn't go as well as you'd think. And there's it's a big mutant storyline, so I don't know how that fits in well with the Marvel Universe as of now, because there are no mutants, even though they have the rights now, I guess. Um, and then finally, the sword, I had to look this up, because I didn't know, but um, sword is an acronym similar to shield. It's basically the aggressive branch of shield. So it's like sword and shield. Mm, nice little pun there. Nice little wordplay. So not shield dead. is like... Oh, um, 
We we, we blamed Sean <laughs> so it's like for his the... segue, and you just did that. That's not fair. Okay, it wasn't a segue. It wasn't a segue. But uh, yeah, so that's like the more aggressive side of Shield that's like running the operation on Wanda, I guess. And my theory is that Wanda is well, she's in this coma state where she's in her mind and all this is happening. She's actually causing like damage or is uncontrollable in the outside world. And so Shield has her sword has her contained somewhere and is trying to send people in to get her out of this state. So she stops creating havoc in the real world. And that's what I think that that lady in the last season was, or the last episode that got chucked out. Speaking uh, on the, the third episode, that largely uh, centers around um, Wanda uh, giving birth to twins. Now, I am no expert uh, on the subject, but I, I would wager that that is a, a premature birth if I've, if I've ever seen one. I think about... 14 hours or they something? said like nine months it was like yeah it was crazy so uh, that's the like other than uh wanda and vision's powers being present in this sleepy sleepy town uh, i think that's the most outright weird stuff uh going on but yeah becoming pregnant and giving birth to a child within like an episode and a half it's a bold bold move <laughs> from the writers there it was very bold I thought the coolest sneaky scene so far was uh, when Herb, I think his name's Herb, was like cutting his, ironically, his um, his like bushes, and then he like cut through the the concrete fence, and he was like, "What's up, Herb?" And Herb was, like, "Oh, just cut my bushes." And he was like, "Looks like he cut a little past the bushes." And he was like, "Oh, I didn't notice." And then he just continued to cut the concrete. I thought that was pretty cool, a little spooky. So wait. You guys think that sword is helping her though? Like I know, like that's something I did, I couldn't like think. Like is sword helping her, or are they like trying to like do something to want? Like are they trying to like harness her powers or something? My theory is they're trying to wake her up from whatever state she's in. But Sean, you got opinions so they're on good this? then. Well, okay, I think so. My, if you go back to the second episode, you have the the message coming from the radio. I distinctly uh, recognize that as the voice of the police officer from Ant-Man. You remember um, the one who was interested in Paul Rudd's uh, magic in said um, episode. And you can see him running at the end of episode oh. three when the lady gets um, tossed out. So he's the one asking uh, Wanda, who's doing this to you? So I believe it's just a misconception that they think this is some evil thing happening to Wanda. Uh, when in fact it's just her own uh, self doing it and in the end of the third episode you also see the helicopter flying around and i think the helicopter may have just gotten sucked in because in the second episode as well you see a helicopter with the organization's logo so that that's my prediction oh do you think so it like far. shrunk it down like yeah. do you think it was a big helicopter i think that anything that enters this kind of that. field that's like her kind of imaginary field that's going on gets incorporated into the world because like that lady i'm guessing was some kind of agent or something because when you first meet her um in the parlor wanda goes to like shake her hand and she goes like i don't know what i'm doing here in a pretty serious tone and then wanda's all like huh, i sometimes don't know either <laughs> and then she like takes a second to remember her name so that's my analysis wow so i didn't piece together any of that that's, that's a good poll with podcast. the ant-man guy my sister's theory is that she, so I think that Wanda's just like in a coma somewhere, but my sister thinks that Wanda has taken control of like a town or something and has like cut it off from the world so that all the people that are in the town know like that they're in Wanda's realm, but that one lady was from outside and that's why the town people were like, she doesn't have a home, she doesn't live here. So I think that's an interesting theory. Uh, my dad also pointed out, he likes to do some Google research on Marvel, that um, the one of the twins' powers is like to create force fields. Um, so another theory is that she's using the twins' powers that she's pregnant with to create that force field that you see at the end of episode three. Pretty wild stuff. Oh. And the other one is supposed Dang. to be like teleportation, which also makes sense with how she gets thrown out. The, the character yeah. I was uh, mentioning in the series is named 
Jimmy Woo, and he's a fictional uh, secret agent uh, played by uh, Randall Park. Um, so if you want to Google him real quick. Yeah, I believe on the he research was... is our guy, Kenny. Kenny does all of our research. He's our producer. Um, he's pretty good. Um, he's definitely real, and he is a person. So watch out for Kenny. Uh, yeah, definitely Kenny. After I've said I've Googled multiple things. <laughs> you said, we, I thought you said earlier we were going to try to make that a bit. I, I, I thought we talked. Uh, it's fine. I don't remember I'm that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I remember it. Whatever. We're going to push through. Um, that was. I think that was a good... I think we got some good stuff in there, though. That was impressive. What what do you think, audience? Was that was that some good stuff? Would you like to see more yeah. uh, television? Are you breakdowns? interested by us? Or are you bored? <laughs> this is turning into a bit of a one way conversation, audience. If you could contribute a little more, dude, we we should do a live thing when things are back. Like, let's obviously by the time COVID is over, we'll be so popular. Catch us coming to a theater near you. Um, we'll do live recordings of the show, and it'll be great. I, I I will we get famous always, people to moderate them too. I've seen that. We can always live stream on TikTok as well. That is a feature of the app. Ooh, I, that's a good idea. Uh, as a social media manager, I already knew about that. Um, and I let you think that you thought of that idea, but actually it was mine. I came up Thank with you. that. Um, that is a thing we're going to do. I, I don't know how you already knew about that. I was planning that though. Live broadcasts uh, from the mind of Dave, the man who brought you uh, Kenny as well, the imaginary uh, research. I'm going to keep doing figure. it. I hope okay. you know that. That's that's coming back. Is that okay? Like, is it okay if I keep? Oh, he's nodding. He's nodding. Okay, cool. People in the future will look back on this episode as the inception of Kenny, and it's going to be great. And what if we? Well, can hi- someday we're going to be have enough to hire a real Kenny, and his name will be Kenny. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> the boys have wanted, have requested that I uh, do a bit on conspiracy because I like to send them conspiracy TikToks. Because one time I liked a conspiracy TikTok, and then my entire feed became conspiracy TikToks, and now I just exclusively <laughs> send them to Dave and Sean because I know that they hate them. And sadly, it has ruined my TikTok because now everything <laughs> is conspiracy TikTok. Coming in hot from all the the science and space exploration um, experts found on the app TikTok. If you're going to trust anyone, it should probably be TikTok creators with like 200 followers. But continue, Ethan. That's true. Usually you can see the the reflection of the Wikipedia page they're reading from while they're talking. But (laughs) anyway, so the the two greatest conspiracy TikToks I've come across as of recently, and we can talk about these, see what you guys think. Number one is pretty light, but pretty fun. Um, So apparently, T-Rex skulls. We have never found a complete skeleton of a T-Rex, but their skulls are always intact. So... The theory is that large portions of like the bottom, like all the legs and appendages and, you know, the, the inner workings of T-Rexes have been created by paleontologists and kind of like they filled in the spots. But what if these giant T-Rex skulls that we're finding are in fact not T-Rex skulls, but dragon skulls? And the rest of the body has just, they, it degrades. So we haven't been able to fill it in with. I'd like uh, I'd like to address. Oh yeah, Sean, you go. I, I'd like up. to tackle this as uh, speaking from experience. Uh, from the ages of probably uh, four to ten, uh, I figured myself somewhat of a paleontologist. So uh, I can tell you, in elementary school, I read every book on dinosaurs in the library, and not once did it say <laughs> there was a dragon and not a, a T Rex. So okay, that's point one. Point one. My research tells me <laughs> this is false. False from the beginning. Okay, point one. Point one acquired. Okay, point, point two. two. All right. If um, T-Rexes aren't real, okay, why is there one in every Jurassic Park movie? Okay, there have been three <laughs> Jurassic Park films and two Jurassic World films. I've seen uh, at least like four of them, I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> there is a T-Rex in all of them. And you know Steven Spielberg only uses science-based fact in these films, all right? Can't argue with that. I like how Ethan brings this up. And, like, I have no prior knowledge of any of this. So I think we're really getting, like, 
probably we're probably handing out the best information and speculation that we can. Um, but I'm gonna say like I, the I disagree with you because like that would involve like if like kind of what you're saying is like if we have dragons instead of like Tyrannosaurus Rex. I know like hollow bones are harder to fossilize, right? Like I know that's I I thought I exactly. saw that somewhere. Oh, that's part of the theory. I forgot um, to mention that. That's part of the theory. Yes. Yeah. But that would like I feel like this would involve like I feel like at some point a paleontologist would be like, hey, like we keep we don't we keep like not finding it. Like maybe something's up. So did they A get silenced? Or B, is there like a coalition of paleontologists in the world dedicated to protecting the existence of dragons? Like I feel like those are the only two like logical explanations for what you brought up. And I think I feel like the second one would be pretty easy because like if you're a paleontologist, like I feel like you could be silenced because people are like have to give you grants to do stuff. I think like, I don't really know if that's true, but like, was there anything else that this they is talked a good about? Point. Not in relation to, to silencing, but that is a good point. Um, I think also the paleontology community, I don't think it's very big. So, you know, if you're coming in and you're saying, you know, Hey, that T-Rex, that's a dragon, and you guys have been wrong for years. I'm sure it's not. it doesn't go over well. Um, to, to rebuttal Sean's points, first of all, there's no T-Rex in the newest of Fallen Kingdom, whatever it's called. Well, no, <laughs> so nobody watched that, that movie, there. okay? Uh, I heard it was... <laughs> You're right, uh, quote, it was bad. Not good. <laughs> it was bad, but there was no T-Rex. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the first point, uh, well, it didn't... It kind of went along exactly with what I was saying, with that paleontologists have just been maybe guessing for the body, and that's why it would appear in all the books. Are you telling me the also, paleontologist point is that the paleontologist community has lied to me this whole time? Okay, I'm an insider. It, it could be. Hey, hey, wait, wait. Bronc- uh, what's the what's the biggest like four legged one with a long neck? The brontosaurus. Okay, thank you very brontosaurus, much. Brontosaurus fake. Remember when they proved that one fake a few years ago? Because no, the, they had just connected. Real? I, yeah, they had just connected no it to some well, other neck. I I hate to tell you this, and Ethan, I, but neck really swear? isn't that long. <laughs> oh, Dave, we got a swear alert. Uh, you could have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Children I'm listening, cover your ears. That. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not. You no can way. look this one up. No this way one is proven. not real. Okay. You can no look way. it up. It's proven. Again, at least Kenny, the skeleton was Kenny, falsified. Kenny, look it up. Again, Kenny, I'm, why don't give it, give her a Google. <laughs> I'm uh, continuing with that bit. Just gonna ignore it. Uh, uh, I, I must object. <laughs> it's a bit. I have watched the classic animated uh, movie, uh, The Land Before Time, well, several times, let me and that tell you, stars Sean. Littlefoot, Littlefoot the the Brontosaurus, as they're known in the Land Before Time cinematic universe, uh, long necks. Okay, and. You know, that movie's too well, emotionally resonant for them not necks. to be real. Okay. Oh my oh, god, he's just right. Tell you that the facts don't the facts don't care about your feelings, oh, Sean. No, we're not true. bringing <laughs> we're, we're not that kind of a podcast. No. <laughs> I actually don't know where right. that's from. I, I, I didn't believe you, but it's a different it. dinosaur. It's called Appa Yeah. Uh, Tasaurus. Am I saying a paleontologist, why don't you weigh in here? I have no idea. Um, Apatosaurus? I've I You're think thinking apostrophe, okay? That, that is right. a punctuation mark. It's the apostrophe sore. Yes, I forgot. Um, but it's like it looks like brontosaurus though. It's just a different class. Yes. It looks very similar. So yep. what? It, so what is it? A difference in nomenclature and nothing else? Also, big word. I Go think me. it was it was something about the neck. It was something about like the neck was falsified the length because he added like other bones or something. I can't quite remember. It was. It's been a while so, since it came okay, out. This lends credence to dragons being real. I'm. I'm willing to buy. Like I feel like that can be. We can either sell or buy on these conspiracy theories, and I'm buying on this one because if we can falsify Brontosaurus, I see no reason why we can't falsify the T Rex. And I think I don't think people are ready for dragons. Like I think this year has shown us that we are not ready for dragons. I'm one. I'm believe buying this one for sure. Can I? Can I come in? Can I come and in? And also, here? I just. One last fact. One last fact for the for the prosecution or whatever. Um, <laughs> I would like to say, um, dragons can be found in almost every culture across the world, even though these cultures could not have communicated at the times that these are found, like in motifs and stuff. So, just an interesting fact that they're spread throughout the world. 
before like wide communication was a thing. Uh, All right, Sean. This actually you. plays well into the the point. I was going to touch on that uh, for a moment because I believe this uh, iconography you're referring to comes from uh, a, the the medieval period throughout Europe and certain dynasties uh, throughout um, China. I believe that's where you're drawing from from this uh, lore about dragons. Well. These these timelines don't match up here, okay? If dragons are existing here and back with the dinosaurs when all of these would be fossilized, you're, you're talking millions of years of, of, of separation here. If there were dinosaurs back then, there would have no time for them to fossilize at this point, okay? And there would be no proof. And I really don't think you can make the argument that these survived some kind of mass extinction and stuck around and then just supposedly died out while humans were still around with no evidence. I feel like <laughs> I'm poking like Swiss cheese sized holes throughout your whole well, well, game here. Let me just let me just rebuttal here by saying I don't think that the dragons, if they existed, would have survived the mass collision or whatever. I'm not saying that like in ancient or in medieval times there were still dragons roaming around. You know, like plausibly sea dragons, maybe, but like land dragons, <laughs> sea <we> dragons? probably know. <laughs> what? What if well, they you know, sea you know, creatures? Megalodon what type if, things. What if that's what happened to the T Rex? That's where the Loch Ness monster comes from. It used to be a T Rex. It's my own conspiracy theory time also, now, Ethan. I'm taking over. The Loch Ness monster used to be what the T Rex was. I'm calling it. Well, they say that the T Rex eventually evolved into the chicken. Now, riddle me this, Sean. Dragon wings, chicken wings. T-Rex, no wings, chicken wings. Which makes better sense? Dragon to chicken. Yeah, he's right. Sean, I'm with Ethan here. I there think there are gaps in logic here, okay? You're telling me, like, how, how, how does the connection between the art and, and the bone structures match up then? Are you telling me these, these like, medieval Legend. storytellers Legend, dug up, like, giant... Uh, fossilized carcasses of dragons with the wings included and they're like this must have been a thing and it must have breathed fire and it must have happened recently and uh, my king he probably went went and fought it okay I just don't see well, and I'm, I'm gonna ball. just like drive a stake through the heart of this argument paleontologist and uh, friends character Ross Geller oh my gosh okay I'm gonna get all the friends fans on my side here if dinosaurs were, were real um you know, Ross Geller would have would have came out and and told um, the whole uh, whole of society about that on Friends. Okay, uh, he is the the expert on the subject. I'm guessing anyone who's seen Friends can um, can agree with me here. And he never mentioned dinosaurs. And I don't think the paleontologist community could buy out a, a hard hitter like Ross. Uh, that he's kind of swaying me in the other direction. I'm a little now. confused like, by that too. because. He never mentioned dinosaurs as a paleontologist. No, he, never, he never mentioned dragons. No, right. mentioned dragons. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, you said dinosaurs, so oh. your point is now mute. Yeah. And I'm, also... I'm going to cut that out. I'll I'll edit it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, um, for the dragon thing, I you know those dragons were uh, in and like surrounding that culture long before they were put into motifs and stuff. So they may have been popular in like folklore of the medieval century but those traditions came from somewhere it's probably not just that the medieval people were like hey let's create a creature so you're saying humans were around at the same time as supposed dinosaurs then is that was that's the this is you, you're bringing into this fight you're bringing a knife to a gunfight Ethan. Mm, i'm saying i'm saying dragon. that <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm bringing i'm saying that they weren't around in medieval times, was my point there. All right, are we ready for the second conspiracy? So the second conspiracy is that is about aliens. And um, so recently, um, there was a prominent Israeli scientist and also government worker that like came forward and said, hey, the United States, Israel, and a few other countries are in talks with like an alien federation. You know, like like Star Wars level alien federation and all of us were kind of like mm, i don't know because he was pretty like respected in his field and like it was kind of weird for him to come out and be like hey aliens exist but still you know people saying aliens exist mm, not very credible 
So then, just recently, a Canadian scientist came forward and said, hey, he's right. I also had worked for the government. Um, we are in talks with aliens. We were going to like be public with it recently, but then they were like, hey, don't do that because like, there's a lot of stuff going on on Earth right now, and it's a bad idea. So that's a thing. And then also, the Canadian guy added that there are aliens supposedly living among us that are like unidentifiable compared to Swedish people. So if you ever see a Swedish person or like a, a Northern European, apparently that's what the aliens look like. No way. I'm not buying the last part. Because <laughs> to say they look like humans, I, I understand. Like if you had said they look like crabs, I would have believed you because crabs have evolved into crabs like, like four different times from different animals. So I would believe that there are crabs on other planets. Now, could crabs fly here? Probably not unless they're sentient crabs. But regardless, like I would, I guess I'm willing to say like we're in contact with aliens. Like that makes sense to me, right? Like there's, there's, I feel like there's definitely aliens out there. I mean, Sean, what do you think? You're a science guy. Uh, I am second behind um, Bill Nye in science guy uh, rankings here. But I've, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Kenny has done um, some quick research here and brought up the the Canadian uh, scientist or expert in question here, Paul Hellyer. And he has been making uh, said claims uh, since 2005, at least, stating he publicly believed in the existence of UFOs and saying he saw a UFO one night. And then after watching uh, a special on ABC in 2005, he gave more credence to the idea. Now, this is a man sitting in the backyard with some brews with his wife, seeing a shining star and then saying, oh, maybe that was maybe that was an alien. And then he watches an ABC special, okay? And then he's like, oh, I guess aliens do exist, okay? And just nine years later, after saying, ah, I believe in aliens, he comes out with an interview with Russia Today, okay, a tr very trusted news source, in 2014, claiming at least four species of aliens have been visiting Earth for thousands of years, with most of them coming from other star systems, although there have been some living on Venus, Mars, and Saturn's moon. And, you know, I think that's a big jump to make in nine years. And I <laughs> don't believe he held an, an official position. Okay. So I'm going to call, you know, call this one a little, a little suspect. You know what? I actually agree with Sean here. Cause when I read the, the Israeli one was interesting to me, but this one, the Canadian guy, I also was a little skeptical of, especially because he said aliens were among us. I got to agree with Dave. I don't think they would look close enough to not be noticeable. But interesting side note, um, in that bill, stimulus bill that was just passed, there was a little, a little add-in for all the CIA and FBI. They had to release all they knew about aliens in like four years, I think. So maybe we'll have the answer to this question in the next four years, I guess. Okay, this is a question I would like to bring up. Like, I know, I know, like, we don't know what this podcast is, but are we ready for aliens? Like, legitimately, like, is, is the world ready to find out that there are aliens? I don't think so. I mean, we can barely handle each other. Like, another planet of people? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't think they should. To, to simply entertain um, the thought that... Um, this Canadian guy was right. One of his main claims is that these aliens believe in, in free will for the planet, but that they are not a fan of the effects of global warming and how we've been poor stewards of our planet. So hypothetically, if these aliens were real and were to intervene and cause us to take uh, action on this like climate collapse we're undergoing, you know, you know, I might see that as a, as a positive, you know, whatever. I agree with Sean. Done. I feel like an outside force coming in would easily identify a problem solution without all the human politics involved. I feel like they'd easily be like, no hey, solution. this is what you need to do. And, and we're going to like, we're going to tell you how to do it. And then you just got to do it. And I feel like that would be nice. We, we know what we have to do. We know that climate change is an issue. Like, not to get political or anything, but like, come on. Keep, keep like it light, that, Dave. Keep they, it light. The but Earth an outside consultant burning. coming in, I would appreciate it. I would appreciate the second opinion. I, we wouldn't listen. 
We to, would not listen. We don't listen to scientists <laughs> probably now. Not, Why would we listen to aliens? To, to close. Alien. To close on the on this oh subject, <laughs> I'm, I'm examining the Wikipedia of this uh, Israeli scientist as well, who also claims that the president uh, of at the time, Donald Trump, was aware of these aliens and on the verge of informing everyone of their existence, but was stopped by the Galactic Federation, who wished to prevent mass hysteria. <laughs> Now, this really, okay, if Donald J. Trump had this information, do you really think he would be keeping it to himself? I, I'm sorry, but like, that's if the was, last person. If he galactic Whoa, federation, hey, a galactic federation, I believe it. If Donald Trump is leaving office and has the opportunity to be the guy to prove aliens exist, he is 100% pulling the trigger, Okay. Well, well, let's yeah. let's think about it this way, though. Everybody else in politics is maybe on the alien side. They're maybe all thinking, you know, the Galactic <laughs> Federation's right. The human can't, humans can't take all this stress right now, so they don't back them up. So then it's just Donald Trump saying, "Hey, there were aliens." Then he looks even worse than he already did. So I don't know. I I think it was a power, or like a, a saving face play. I will tell you this: like, if I find out in four years that like. Star Wars is real, and there's a Galactic Federation, and I could have a lightsaber. I'm going to be very upset, and I'm, I could I'm not going to forgive people. If I, I'm serious, I want a light. Wouldn't you want a lightsaber? Like if you could be in Star Wars right Everybody now, everybody wants you be a lightsaber. Star Wars. You right? know how easy it would be to That's cut wood probably... with a lightsaber? I'd never need an axe. And you know, there'd be no <laughs> regulations on it in the United States. Anyone could have a lightsaber. I like that we're focusing on the wood cutting abilities of a lightsaber in this situation. Like a, hi, hi. In like encased beam of light that can cut through anything. I could heat my house so good with that. <laughs> well, uh, he's right. wait, Ethan. Would the wood not start on fire when you cut it with a lightsaber? Though, like, obviously, I don't have a lightsaber in front of me. But like, doesn't it? It would sear, things? but it doesn't cut. It doesn't start on fire. Well, remember in. Episode seven, when Kylo Ren cuts down like nine trees, they don't start on fire. I'm not willing to accept anything that happens in the sequels as something to base anything <laughs> off of. That, that is all. Those, if you didn't know, we don't like the sequels here. That is also like a very snowy environment on Starkiller Base. We're assuming it's like oh come on, cold and saturated with like snow and ice Sap. and water. Maybe that was preventing the fire. But I would say the lightsabers cannot light things on fire. Because you do, like, cut through people and clothing, and that clothing has never lit on fire or anything. That's true. That's true. Okay, but this is a Star Wars... It's kind of like a hot knife that we're talking about. Hot knives start things on fire. I've oh, seen those well. videos, those ASMR videos. Checkmate, liberal. Oh, got you. hot knife guy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's another thing I'd like. I'd like a hot knife, right. too. Also, just to clear this up, just to clear this up before we move on, I do not support QAnon. These conspiracy theories are just for fun. So just, just to make sure everybody knew that. Yeah, we're not we we believe in science and stuff here. Like we're not we're not crazy, we promise. But we're not willing and to dragons. rule out that uh <laughs> Star Wars can happen, okay? I believe in Star yeah. Wars. I think that with this many universes excuse me, galaxies. Or maybe there are more universes. Who knows? But regardless, with this many galaxies, you're not telling me that somewhere out there there aren't Star Wars adjacent things happening. I'm not willing to believe that. Like somewhere out there there's pod racing. Somewhere. We've had this like we've all seen Spider Man into the Spider Verse where there are like multiple reality well, infinite realities where anything can happen. Does that mean there's a reality where like the laws of physics are changed where you could like have light stop at a certain length for some period and the physics of star wars could work where like ships can drift in space and stuff like that and there's sound ships in space in <laughs> there's infinite eventualities like under these rule sets anything like that could happen will happen in these realities or is it saying like anything anything can happen without the bounds of like physics at all you know that's a thinker i don't want star wars to be real if my ships can't drift in space i forgot about that that makes the fights way cooler like imagine just having to fight with like who drifts in space. in space that'd be so lame all the ships do every ship like that's not how they would it, like there's a thing on this and sciencey stuff or whatever there's no air in space right science moment 
and they can't like drift because there's no like air. So like the way the ships fly in Star Wars isn't right. Right, Sean? Like, yeah, am I yeah. sciencing this 100%. correctly? Yeah. And the other thing is there's explosions in space in Star Wars and you can hear them and you can't, you wouldn't be able to in, in like our universe, which is also lame. And I feel like takes a lot of the fun out of it. And like the first scene in uh, one of the worst Star Wars films of all time, uh, just ahead of uh, the Star Wars Christmas special, The Last Jedi, you've got the bombs falling out of like the bomber ships or whatever. And there's gravity happening there. Like you could easily made those kind of jet propelled downward or something. But like, are we assuming? This oh, that ship... one makes sense, though. That yeah. one's explainable because there's gravity How? in the ship. So it drops it drops in the ship using the gravity and then it drops out that door and then it's just held by the force it had from the gravity in the ship. Okay, but riddle me this, Ethan. If your ship can shoot lasers, I'm ready. why do you make a bunch of ships with specific bombs on them and then make them incredibly <laughs> slow moving for no reason and then just kind of parade them out over the battlefield <laughs> to be just massacred? Well, the, I, the design I can't cool. riddle that one. Nah, you're right. There's always been a, a tendency in Star Wars to have lasers and bombs or lasers and missiles. So I guess I understand that. But the, the slowness of the ships and their their positioning, it couldn't have been worse. It was character development for Poe. He needed that. That was that was his only character development that he received over the full three episodes. Yep. What about was him making the bomb? It's never mistake. expanded. What about Haldo not telling him the pa- plan for absolutely no reason <laughs> whatsoever other than these, he's this hotshot guy who needs to be put in his place or something like that. It was, we, we know it's that bad. Was, Our listeners know That was a bad. mistake. Uh, if you're a sequel uh, fan uh, listener, we're going to refer to you. Stop. Prepare to have your not, mind changed. There's, there's this only is not one a safe of you. Space for you. It's, it's not, you're not a fan, okay? You, you, you're not, nobody is. If, so, if you want to come on this show, I'm going to extend an invitation here. If you want to come on the show and defend Palpatine coming back in Rise of Skywalker, feel free. Like, I don't think you're real, but if Actually, you are, if you would like, like to defend we'll, we'll any, have you on. if you would like to defend yeah, any, any sequel, decision. anything, we'll, we'll come for you. <laughs> I was a little threatening. Never mind. We'll debate you. That's no, what I meant. No, to say. we mean it. it that, those movies are bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Three Boys in a Pod does not um, condone violence in any uh, scenario, but it does not uh, discourage it when it comes to uh, confronting fans of the sequels either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be careful that we're not inciting an insurrection here, Sean. Like we we've seen how easy it is. We got to we got to be careful. Oh, hey, we that's shown to not like carry very harsh punishments uh, with it. I I must that's say, true. You're uh, you're right about that. <laughs> well, do we want to do some listener questions and then call call it a podcast? I feel like that's I feel like that's reasonable. Unless we want to do like a second sponsorship like post. I I know a lot of podcasts do that. And we kind of messed up our first one, but I don't I don't think we could do a better job. I mean, we can't keep handing out freebies. We that was just a, a taste um, of what yeah. kind of endorsement you'd be getting. So I say we do a couple, maybe a rapid fire questions um, and then some listener questions. Her out. Okay. So this one comes to us from uh, Derek in Nashville, Tennessee, and he wants to know um, left Twix or right Twix. And I, this might not be a quick question because clearly this is a multifaceted issue, but I just want to hear your takes. Uh, Sean, why don't you go first? Okay. Now, this is a is a big question because there is a difference, and I'm sick of people pretending there's not. I worked concession stands extensively in high school where people would order Twix, and I would have to ask for them left or right, okay? That is not something <laughs> I should have to ask, okay? I can't come out with a left Twix if you're on team right Twix or anything. They're completely different. I'm sick no, of people like not. laughing in my face at this very specific matter okay these are two different candy bars people need to start taking this serious and then you know i'm a left twix man all the way myself i must say the way they get the caramel on there and the cookie you know the bite of the cookie it's just uh it's it's a totally different experience so so sean what is the difference between left and right twix um i'm trying to get kenny on this right now 
Uh, well, okay. Kenny's, well, you don't Kenny's know. You sold them to yeah. people. You know. Shouldn't you know? You know, oh, I'm looking no, for the Sean. specific nomenclature um, because, or Kenny's looking for the specific nomenclature uh, because it's very important here. Okay, Leftwix is enrobed in chocolate and drizzled with caramel and a crunchy cookie inside that makes it more country, crunchy and sweet. Whereas Right Twix is cloaked in chocolate with cascaded caramel and a crispy cookie inside that makes it more sweet and crunchy. Uh, how Ethan, I'd like to see you rebut that. I mean, that sounded pretty good to me. I got nothing. Are you good? <laughs> I stand corrected. I oh guess. my God, we shut I him stand down. Corrected. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on the side. I'm personally a right Twix man. Um, it really boils down to the history of right Twix for me. Like I know left Twix is supposed to be this new fashionable thing that all the kids are trying, but honestly, like right Twix goes back to the 1900s okay soldiers in world war one needed candy and right twix delivered okay where was left twix not there yet developed in the 80s by scientists it's not natural for people to eat left twix right twix has always been there for me and it always will be left twix is a fad and i'm not afraid to say it. are you willing to ignore the fact that since world war ii right twix has fueled the military industrial complex in the united states dave Riddle look, me that, okay? Look me in the look, eyes right I'm now not, and tell me that is okay because it's not. Stealing my line. Look, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not willing to say that I support the military-industrial complex. What I am willing to say is that in the trenches in World War One, right Twix was there. And where was Left Twix, Sean? Where was Left Twix? Yeah, drink your water. That's right. You don't have an answer. Refuel, okay? It's not I even gotta, good for you. I got a left Twix. I'm gonna I'm gonna take back my my no position stance and go to left Twix side because Dave is scaring me with all this right Twix <laughs> propaganda and I don't like it. <laughs> right Twix propaganda. Are you guys down for another listener question, or are we are we gonna pull the plug here? Let's get get one more going. Let's go for it. One more. Okay. Um, now I know this is a controversial issue. Okay, like I don't I don't wanna like like window dress it. I think we just need to get down to the basics and really break down what's been going on. Um the holiday season is past. Um, but some people, some people, and I don't I don't want to make it out to be most people, are saying Santa isn't real. And I uh, this listener, um it's Allison from Alaska, and she's kind of wants to know our take on this. So I'm going to flip this over to you guys. Whoever wants to take this first, like, obviously, feel free to take it in the direction you want. Well, I can speak to this subject because every year, except for this year, of course, because of COVID, when we had a family get together um, on my mom's side with, like, my 26 cousins, we would all get together and we would all watch the Santa Tracker website. And let me just say, if Santa wasn't real, then who would they be tracking? Because nothing moves that fast. It's not like they could put it on a plane and be like, oh, pretend it's Santa. Planes don't move like that. It's erratic and it's speedy. So that's what I got to say. Plus, imagine all the fuel that would be wasted by doing that. Like a complete and utter like FU to the earth in its atmosphere. Sean, what do you got to say? Uh, well, first, Al- Allison from Alaska. That's some nice alliteration with your name and, and state. Uh, you sound very real. Very real. Quit uh, floating, Sean. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, ignoring that, um, next, um, Allison, I, I, the only thing I can recommend on this issue is uh, walk up to mom or dad or, or whatever, Guardian. I don't care what age you are. I recommend this for all listeners. Look them in the eyes and say, is Santa real? I can guarantee 100% they cannot look you straight in the eyes and tell you that jolly old Saint Nick does not exist, okay? Because it's, it's, it's a bald-faced lie. The mental hurdles you have to jump over to say, okay, uh, parents everywhere just buy gifts and like wrap them themselves Christmas Eve and then you, they label them Santa, okay? They label them themselves with a different name. They don't want to take credit for the gifts they bought and, and gave to you. I, I don't think that makes sense uh, whatsoever. They eat the milk and cookies you leave out. I mean, just it, it, like once you really start thinking about this, 
you pull on one thread, it all it all unravels. Okay, so uh, the position of three boys in pod podcast is is unequivocally Santa is real, and anyone who says he's not is just silly, Allison. That's what I've got to say. Yeah, Allison, I I think they're absolutely right. Like Santa deniers, I guess like it's okay to try and talk to them, but like they honestly, I don't know if they can be reasoned with. Um, but I think <laughs> that wraps just it up for listener questions. Look north um, and walk. <laughs> Look uh, north and walk. Look, what the book? She's in. She's in Alaska. <laughs> oh no, that's true. North Pole, Alaska. I've been there. I've sat yeah. on sat on Santa's lap there. Okay, that wraps it up for listener questions. If you guys would like to be featured on the show, just please feel free to comment on our TikToks. Write in. I don't know how. We don't have anything set up for that, but that's fine. You'll figure a way. I'm. I trust you. I'm sure you guys are smart. Um, I think it's about time we probably wrap this thing up, huh? Yeah, I think we've done enough damage for for one podcast <laughs> um, so far. So th- this was a good good run run through for the the first episode. Uh, again, we're on TikTok. So. Three boys in a pod. Tell us what you liked. Uh, tell us what you didn't like, but not too much because we're sensitive young boys. Yes. How old we are, we don't know, though. We're not going to say that either because we don't want to be stalked. Thank, thanks for that, um, Dave. Right. That's, that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we, we appreciate it. We're going to try and put one of these out every week. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we get this gets a little smoother. We'll be back with some more insightful things to say. You guys want to sign off then, too? Uh, don't hold us to that. Uh, we, we make no promises, and uh, none of that will hold up in a in a court of law uh this has been the boys in the pod three three boys in a pod there are three of us three boys one one pod one pod one, one pod. yes three boys in pod, boys. podcast thank you yep goodbye Sign out. awesome yep, yep. Sayonara. how do you stop the recording <laughs>